Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. So today's going to be, well, I was going to say a quick episode, but all of them are pretty quick, but I was feeling really inspired to come on here and just remind you of one of the most important parts of healing, and that is making space for healing. And when I say healing, I know that that's a broad term, but you know, that just really means healing your gut, balancing your hormones, healing your relationship with food literally any type of healing, this is going to be helpful for, okay? So the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because over the past year, maybe even year and a half, I've been really diving into my spirituality and really diving into meditation and mindfulness. And I also, P.S., just got certified today as a meditation teacher, which is so awesome. Anyways, it's been a huge part of my life and it has allowed me to fully heal, heal my relationship with my family, heal my relationship with myself. I mean, before this, if I just heard someone say my name, I would want to vomit because I hated myself that much. It's pretty sad, but it's also funny to talk about now because I'm so far beyond that. I was having those really bad digestive issues no matter what protocol I did, whether I worked with a registered dietitian or I worked with a naturopathic doctor um, or I worked with even a coach, a holistic coach. So this is why it's so near and dear to me. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because I've been working on this for a really long time and I've come up with my own idea of what needs to happen to heal mentally. But I've just been reading the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's a super famous book on mindfulness and spirituality. But yeah, I've been reading it and it's really hit home for me and kind of like helped me articulate some of the points that have been really, really important for me. So I wanted to come on here and share some of those points with you. Hopefully this hits home for some of you if you feel like you identify with stress and anxiety. And if you do feel like it hits home for you, make sure to share this with someone else who needs to hear it. And also message me on Instagram or email me. Tell me how you like this or even leave a review. That'd be so awesome. Okay. So with that being said, one of the first things that really hit home with me in The Power of Now is the whole idea of being versus doing and how there needs to be a good balance of it. Let's talk about being first. Now, what do I mean by being? Being is being present in the moment, so fully aware in the moment. It also means being self-aware, and it just means being okay with just sitting, right? Like just sitting, being fully present in the moment. And then there's doing. So doing is where we are trying to accomplish things or we're reacting to certain things. Um, Doing could be working towards a promotion. Doing could be working towards building a house. There's the being versus the doing. And again, there needs to be a good balance in this because if we're just always being, yeah, I mean, we could be a monk. (laughs) We could just live out in the woods and just kind of forage for food. That could be more being. But In the society we live in, there has to be a good balance between actually achieving the things you want in life and just being fully present. So my story with this is that I was always stuck in the doing. I see this a lot, especially where I live and the people I'm around. I live on the East Coast of the United States. And 
it's this popular idea of you're not really able to sit with yourself and you always feel like you have to be doing something, whether that's to get approval on social media or whether that's to make an absurd amount of money that we don't even actually need, which is a whole other point for a different podcast, or it's just doing something so that we look more attractive online. So that's what I was stuck in. I was always worried about making more money. I never really had time to heal because I would book myself with sales calls. I would always be taking a certification. I always felt like I had to do more. So I was never in that rest and digest mode. I was never able to like sit and do an eating meditation or even meditate at all. And I couldn't sleep. And I even was so anxious with it that I just identified with my anxiety. I've always struggled in the past with anxiety. And since I was so identified with that, those anxious feelings, I just accepted, okay, I have anxiety, not thinking that, hey, if I just slow down and realize I don't have to be doing all the time and I can be just myself, just be, I wouldn't have even had that anxiety. If you can relate to this, just remember that you don't always have to be go, go, go. You don't always have to be trying to do something because actually the more time we spend being, the more time we're able to really connect with ourselves and be creative. I mean, think about it like the seasons. I like to think of this as winter comes around. You notice in places where there is a winter and there is a lot of changes in the weather, there's so much growth. For example, in the winter, the trees, they shed their leaves and everything, and it's kind of like hibernation mode. But then in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, it's beautiful. It's able to bloom. It's the same as you. You know, you need that time to reset. You need to make time for sleeping, for the creativity, for just being with yourself before you can actually continue to do things. So that was one of the really important things that I can definitely resonate with. And the more I'm just okay with being, the more I'm okay with myself, the more my business is thriving, etc. Another really good note that I really related to with this was the whole idea of waiting. I hear this a lot with people when they're like, oh, I'm going to heal myself when I've moved into my new house or I'm going to be happy once I get this job. The thing is that waiting creates dis-ease with the current moment because we're not fully present in this moment and we're wishing for something in the future. Obviously, there's a difference between when you are waiting for a new job to be happy. Like, yeah, maybe the job is something that doesn't really make you happy. But if you can't change it right now, there's no point in waiting and being unhappy with the current moment. If you feel like you are always waiting for the seasons to change or, again, waiting for that new job, it's really important to take a step back and, again, just be present in the current moment. And I've noticed this a lot with myself, too. For example, it could be even just the simple thing of me being on a hike with my dog in the morning. In the past, a lot of times I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to be done with this walk. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to walk. I want to just get on with work for the day. And so I wouldn't be enjoying the walk. I'd always be thinking about, okay, what am I going to do after this walk? I don't want to be here. I don't want to be moving my body. Or it would be something like, I can't wait for this vacation in the future because I don't like work. And it made me just create a really horrible relationship with work where I wasn't even thinking about changing my work and making it more pleasant because I was just like, it's fine. I'll just have a vacation in the future. But again, that made me not enjoy the walk. 
that made me not really enjoy my work. So instead, what I did was I was like, okay, how can I enjoy this right now? Again, I turned to the present moment with my dog. I enjoyed the sun coming through the trees. I enjoyed seeing the worms in the ground. I enjoyed seeing the slugs or the blooming flowers because I was fully in my body and I was okay with being. Another thing is instead of waiting for a vacation, I mean, are you going to spend your life always waiting for a vacation or are you going to make your present moment what you're actually looking forward to, what you're enjoying? So with my work, I stopped working as much. I realized I started resenting work because I was just always pushing myself to do more. And it was to where I just craved a break so bad. So instead of craving a break, I gave myself a break every single day. I stopped working so hard. But the little things like that where it's helpful when you can stop waiting and when you catch yourself waiting, just remind yourself to bring you back to the present moment. And then the last thing that I really enjoyed from the book was that there's always a safe space for you to go to. I wish that I understood this concept a while ago. And granted, I was not in a good place. Like I said, I identified with my anxiety at that point to where if someone was like, hey, there's a place you can go where you're not going to be super anxious, I would have been like, you're kidding me, right? I'm just an anxious person. I can't fix myself. This is just the way I am. This is going to take a little bit of practice here. But what I mean by there's always a a safe space to go to is that when we think of meditation and mindfulness and we think of anxiety the anxiety is never a matter of being present right when you think of like think of the last thing that you were anxious about that anxiety was either from something in the future that you're thinking about or it was something from the past it can't be in the present Let's say that you're listening to this podcast right now. Let's say maybe you're in your car and you're speeding because you have to get to the next destination. Okay, that anxiety is because you think you're going to be late. It's not because of what's actually happening right now. Or let's say that you're listening to this podcast and you have a big meeting coming up tomorrow. Again, the anxiety is coming from the meeting tomorrow. It's not coming from the present moment. And not to get too deep into this, but... In reality, there's no such thing as the past or the future. These are all constructs that we make in our mind. And when we think of it that way, and we start living in the present moment, we start noticing that there is no need for anxiety. You are creating that anxiety. And whenever you do feel that anxiety, which is honestly a normal thing, especially when you start practicing meditation and mindfulness, it takes a while to get really good at these things and just being present. But there's always a space that you can come to that's safe. And that is the present. That's why meditation is so important, because, yeah, there are going to be things throughout life that aren't super pleasant and they may create emotions such as anger or fear or sadness. But the idea with meditation and practicing it is that you're going to get really good at letting those things kind of flow through you. So maybe, for example, you got into a small fender bender. Yeah, that's going to cause a little bit of anger in the moment or a little bit of anxiety in the moment. But the more you practice meditation, the more you're able to allow those things to kind of pass through you, feel a little anxious in the moment, maybe a little bit anger, and then just get on with your day so that you're not holding on to those emotions and you're not stuck in that fight or flight for the rest of the day. And something I will say here is as you do practice coming back into the present and being mindful, it might not be easy for you. If you've lived your life 
thriving off of toxic environments, thriving off of always doing, the first couple times that you sit with yourself, you're going to notice it's not super comfortable. And that's totally normal. But if you are scared and you're like, Sedona, I'm not going to do this, I would argue the point that you're already uncomfortable. You're already having anxious feelings and you're not super happy with your life. Maybe it's not fulfilling. And so there's going to be discomfort either way. But I can tell you after a year and a half of fully committing to changing my mindset, it's totally worth it. Again, I know I've talked about this before, but I think it was three, four years ago at this point, I was waking up every single day, panic attack, panic attack multiple times a day. I couldn't go out in public without a panic attack. So this stuff actually works. And I honestly don't think I'd be here right now if it wasn't for that, or at least my health would not be where it is now. Anyways, those are the three really big points that I really related to with the book, which is, again, that there has to be a balance between being versus doing. You have to recognize that constantly waiting for things is going to create unease with the present moment and that there is always a safe space for you to go to no matter what's happening. And that is just being in the present and meditation. Hopefully this resonated with you guys. If you want to learn more about this, I am definitely going to be posting more podcasts on it. But the book, again, The Power of Now is such a good book. I highly recommend it. Even if you feel like you don't have time for reading, one, you should make time for it. (laughs) But two, if you're not ready to make time for it, just get the audiobook and listen to it in the car. That's what I do sometimes because I'm at a point right now where I'm listening to or reading like three different books. One of them I actually listen to in the car. Anyways, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.